Hello and welcome to the After Credibles, the weekly movie discussion podcast where the least credible people you know discuss everything in the world of cinema. My name is Charlie Rogers and this is part two of our introductory episode where you will meet the next two members of our permanent roster for the podcast. So last week you got to meet Guy Bevan, Alex Conway and I and get an idea of the kind of people you'll be listening to in the future. And with that in mind, I'm thrilled to introduce Nick Allen and Zach Darrick. Thanks for coming on, guys. Yo! Hey, thanks for having me. (laughs) So last week, Guy, Alex, and I chatted about a few things, and after going through the episode, I'm a bit worried that we've come off as a bunch of drunken hooligans who yell at movies in cinemas and annoy everyone. Nick, please tell me that by the end of this episode, you will have repaired this reputation damage that we've already caused after one episode. I mean, I don't know why you got us on to rectify that, but (laughs) I mean, I feel like anything we're going to enforce it. But maybe in the cinema, I'm a little more subdued than you guys, potentially. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess I reckon. I guess it's within the spirit of the podcast that we start the entire show by completely failing to achieve any respectability <laughs> and just kind of paint ourselves <laughs> in a stupid light. Uh, Zach, how about you? Do you feel that you are going to be the one that will add that respectability to our roster? I feel like I've been. Uh... I feel like I've been misinformed because uh, if you think if you think that trying to like pull back from that is where you think I'm going to be heading, uh, you've never been more wrong. So, uh, yeah, I mean, someone as emotionally repressed as I am, you know, a, a cinema is like a, it's an emotional roller coaster, and you know, someone like me needs alcohol to access that roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, don't we all sometimes? So, okay, so since we're on the topic of methods of watching movies, like, how do you guys do it? How, what's what's your favorite way to watch a film? Yeah, okay. Look, I got a I got a bit of a bone to pick with you, Charlie. Um, not just you, but also Guy and uh, to a lesser degree, Akon. But last week, you guys talked about how much you love talking in the cinema, and you don't like that. That was. Uh, uh, it shits me to tears. I'm, 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 one of those, I'm one of those people who, like, somebody coughs and I turn around. I'm like, you can get the fuck out. <laughs> How do you deal with this? Well, I, I, just, I, I just sit there sort of, like, tutting silently. Oh, now I know that. Like, oh, yeah. my God. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. No, 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 no. It's okay when we're hanging out together, like, in someone's house watching a film. But at a, a cinema is a sacred place. It's a, it's a bastion of silence. I completely oh agree God. with Zach for the record. Oh, yeah, thank, okay. thank you, thank you. Okay. Wow, <laughs> you, you know what? I, I'm, I'm second-guessing every time we've gone to the cinema together now. I, I guess the solution <laughs> is going to have to be to never invite you guys out with me ever again. That's all right, me and Zach will just go. Yeah, yeah. actually, I've already got the solution. I've got like a Hannibal Lecter mask that you can wear when we go to the cinema. The only thing <laughs> is the, uh, the, actual, the actual opening's all padded. <laughs> oh, God. Nick, how about you? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I definitely have a memory in the not too distant past um, of going to the cinema and uh, there were a couple of ragamuffins in the row behind me chatting away and I definitely turned around. It was about, I think, about two minutes into the movie, so it had barely started. I hadn't really missed anything. And I turned around and just yelled at them, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and they didn't say a single thing for the rest of the movie. I took myself by surprise, but clearly, you know, there's a primal kind of sensibility inside me that, yeah, has a strong belief that the, the cinema is a sacred place and everyone should respect that, I think. Absolutely. I'm trying to paint the picture here. Do you remember what the film was? Oh. I'm, 
I'm trying to think of whether it, it was like a serious movie or kind of goofy. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to um, make excuses for the the people. Like it definitely, it definitely wasn't a comedy. It was. I I can't remember exactly what it was. I have a feeling it was some kind of drama or something. Something I'd probably been looking forward to seeing. Absolutely. But okay. Yeah. No. I I can't. I can't for the life of me remember what it was. But yeah. Generally, uh, watch movies on a screen with my eyes. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like you guys. I feel like your scathing indictment of, of Guy and myself has really um has really clawed yourselves back into a, a level of respectability that people might like after hearing how trashy Guy and Alex and I can get. Restoring the balance. Just just just, just call us the pre-credibles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Zach, tell me to- tell me some movies that you love. All right. Okay. Well, one of my favorite movies, like one of my favorite movies of all time, is this is going back. A few years now. Batteries not included. Oh. Uh, is that is that ring any bells to you guys? It sounds familiar. Uh, refresh my memory. It's this, it's this, yeah, it's this amazing film um, about this, like, old, this elderly couple uh, that run this, like, uh, like little cafeteria place. Uh, and one thing leads to another, and they end up with a whole bunch of, like, tiny, like, UFOs, like, living in their house. Um, Holy and, shit, uh, that sounds so it, familiar. Yeah, yeah, and they're like helping out with the cooking and all this shit, and then uh, and then like you know this developer wants to like bulldoze their house to build like a you know skyscraper and all this stuff, and the little UFOs help them like you know fight the big guy and all that shit. Look, it's a kids' film, I'll give you that, but uh, I watched it as a, as a kid, and that is why I love it. And also, wow. um, last time I saw, I used to watch it like every day, like every day for months on end. Uh, but last I haven't seen it in uh, about twenty years. Uh, and I refuse to watch it again because I know I'm going to watch it again. I'd be like, well, fuck, that sucks. Oh, so, you know, I know exactly what you mean. Um, yeah, I've, I've, my favorite, this is like, that's one of my favorite films because I preserved its memory. Oh, good. Yeah, I also do that for my top films. Oh, by the way, when you said batteries not included, I instantly thought of something along, along the lines of short circuit. That, I had the same thought. And after you said that premise, I am even more convinced that it is like short circuit. Wait, maybe yeah. we're talking about the same film. No, no, we're not. I, I did just look yours up, but it still looks very similar to Short Circuit, which is not a bad thing. That sounds really familiar. Batteries Not Included sounds really familiar. Uh, the little UFOs buzzing around helping with the housework. I definitely have a memory of that. But I got to say, my first thought was that sounds also a lot like Short Circuit. So maybe you should ease yourself into rewatching it by watching Short Circuit first, and then it'll give you an idea of whether or not. And Short Circuit too. Yeah, and short and short circuit too. Yeah, Nick, how about you? What is there a movie that you watched a lot as a kid? Um, well, I mean, you know about this about me, uh, Charlie, but uh, I'm a I'm a huge Jurassic Park tragic. Um, <laughs> I basically live my life around uh, Jurassic Park and its sequels. Um, but yeah, the first one for me is definitely uh, without question favorite movie of all time. Uh, second favorite Lost World, third favorite Jurassic World. Good, yes, it, it's a great. It, they are. It's a great film series. <laughs> Wait, Nick, 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 did you did you say that your second favorite film of all time was The Lost World? Yeah, and third favorite Jurassic World. Yeah, you heard right. Right, right, right. <laughs> that is that is a man with dedication. Nick, yeah. similar no. to what you said, I watched I watched The Lost World and. Uh, so I watched I, that was my favorite as a kid, The Lost World, because it had more raptors and um and I like this. The Lost World. I like sorry, no sorry, as, sorry. I, keep going, keep going. Ease up, buddy. <laughs> 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 no, um, 
and, and I, I really, I loved it as a kid and I rewatched it, I think maybe six months ago because it was on TV. And I remember the the child the childhood memories of watching the movie are a really powerful thing. I remember watching it and thinking, oh, well, that's not really as good as the first one. Or that's, you know, that wasn't as good as when I was a kid. But the, the feeling of overwhelming emotional um response to some of those memories that i had as a kid they, they're still there you may have that too zach if you if you rewatch your childhood movies you may have that too i'm too afraid that it's just going to be shit i i think i think there's only one thing for it we all need to get together and watch batteries not included with zach while we all hold uh, his hand you know what? you know what? i'll do it i'll do it with your guys support there Okay, and, and I, I'll, I'll give you a solemn promise that we will not make fun of the movie for you. We'll, we'll keep you in I'm not your making that special... Promise. No, 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 you don't, you don't need to give me the charity of making a promise you're not going <laughs> to make fun of. Like, like the movie will speak for itself. I know you're not going to make fun of it because it's a great film. Well, having said that, can you recall one of the worst movies you've ever seen off the top of your head, Zach? I know exactly what you are trying to trap me into sailing, Charlie, and I will not say it. And, um, oh, okay. Yeah, I, you want you want me to say hemoglobin? Oh, I know that's what you want me to say. I know that's what you want me to say because I brought it over and I made you watch it. Now, Zach, what? I don't mean to sound disrespectful, but I feel like you may have overstated how much I remember hemoglobin. I fell asleep halfway through, and then I were, I remember waking up halfway through and making fun of it, and you got kind of upset that I hadn't taken the time to watch it from the start and then make fun of it. I was furious because I, like you woke up and you're like, oh, yeah, it wasn't that good. And I'm like, well, how would you know? You didn't even watch half of it. I had, I had, the, same, I had the same conversation with my mate Sam. We went to see um, you know, the, the newest one of the newest Star Wars. We, we stayed up and we went to the, uh, like the midnight IMAX screening, right? He watched it like it was midnight. We're both like absolutely dead in our feet. We watched the first 20 minutes. He's loving it, right? Then he passes out. Right, and then he wakes up again for the last twenty minutes, and then as we're walking out, he had the audacity to say, "Oh, I didn't like it. The story didn't make any sense." <laughs> oh my god, that's that's ballsy. Yeah, the goal, the the goal, the man, the goal. Nick, how about you? Worst movie? Well, it was a really uh, uh, a good segue actually, because mine one I wrote down was the Last Jedi, but. Oof. Uh, I think that's more because it was the maybe the most disappointing that I can remember in recent times. Mm. Um, it's all relative, isn't it? So it's a difficult question because, it, yeah, is it is it the movie that I had the highest hopes for but was the most sort of let down by, or is it the movie that you know I disliked but everyone else seems to love? Um, so it really it really depends on on the question. But I de- I felt very let down by the Last Jedi. I got to say, yeah. We, we may have to... I would, lo- I would love to come back to The Last Jedi sometime. Maybe when the Solo movie comes out, we can, we can come back to The Last Jedi because I would love to chat what everyone, uh, about what everyone's thoughts were. Um, well, before, before, we leave, before we leave it, can I just use that as a second amazing you know, segue in succession? Because I was going to mention The Last Jedi because I only saw it last week. Oh, really? So yeah, now, yeah. seeing as it's fresh in your mind, no spoilers, I, I, I guess we're I still six it. months I, out. Yeah, you loved it. Okay. I, yeah. I, 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 look, I was on a Jetstar flight and it was going to be a few hours and it was either watch that or kill myself. Um, and so I watched that. <laughs> and uh, even though it was on a screen, you know, the size of my hand, uh, I, I still had a good time. Wow. Okay. So I don't, know, I, I don't know how I missed it when it came to the cinema. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know where I was in the world, but uh, yeah, I didn't like I was like, maybe that's the trick to enjoying it is just watching it on the tiniest screen possible. <laughs> and, 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 and you're so far up in the atmosphere, you can't really think properly. 
yeah. I actually find it interesting that we're two episodes into the podcast and both times I've already mentioned watching movies on flights. I didn't think, I thought that would be such a niche topic that we would really barely ever cross well it's the apex of cinema i think it's an interesting one it's 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 where you you watch all the movies that you couldn't be bothered chasing up at the cinemas beforehand and it's only when you're trapped in a a metal uh cage um with nothing else to do but stare at the screen in front of you that you just you decide to watch that particular movie so i don't think it's a ringing endorsement necessarily yeah, no, absolutely. Did you did you guys ever think it was strange that in the 90s and the early 2000s when I was watching, you know, if I ever watched a movie in an airplane, did you ever think it was strange that movies seemed to come out on airplanes faster than they ever did on VHS or DVD? Yeah, it was weird. I used to go I used to go like to France every second Christmas with my family to visit my mum's family and like every time it was like a ritual. I remember every like second Christmas I'd, I'd get back home and then like, you know, all the kids in my neighborhood would be like, "Oh, Zach, you know, what like film from like the future did you see this time?" <laughs> Oh, God. I, you know, and I can think of many memories that people have given me about when they saw their first film. One of my old mates was eight when he saw The Blair Witch Project. He watched it on a plane and it scared the crap out of him. Yeah, wow. Too young. Yeah. Oh, I know. Well, that's a, another useful segue there because, um, you know, if you weren't happy with my first answer, I was going to say the latest Blair Witch movie was such, such a piece of shit. It was the worst. Uh, just terrible terrible sequel um absolutely not worth the price of admission whatsoever did you guys see that at all i didn't but i've heard i've heard bad things about it nick Nick, one of our friends loves those kinds of movies and he is a kind of fan of the blair witch project and he also loves paranormal activity and he was really disappointed by the new blair witch project as well yeah Uh, there was nothing redeemable about it and it it was one of those movies where it got about a third of the way in and you thought oh i can see where this is going this is going to be really cool and then like two-thirds of the way in you realize that it wasn't going that that direction at all and actually it was going a much more by the numbers route that was way less interesting and way less cool and then by the time the movie had finished you'd just given up all hope on it so it was it was it was even worse because halfway through the movie you still had faith that it was going to be good oh that's painful I can't believe we haven't discussed uh, Infinity War. Of course. And that's just coming out in, uh, I believe, a week or so as of recording. The hype, the money, the amount of shit they're throwing at people's faces to say, we spent this much money, get yourself in the cinema and pay for it. Absolutely. Although I always feel like DC do that more. I feel like their advertising drives are just like through the roof. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But then, um, you know, this one's got like, you know, a trillion movie stars. Oh my God. Yeah. Except for one thing. And I can't believe I'm repeating this after episode one, but Ant-Man, he's not in any of the promotional material and he's not, and he's not in the poster either. Oh, my for only, God's sake, Charlie. He's in the movie, right? Uh, apparently he's billed, but my only understanding is, or, or my only excuse for all of that is maybe he's just in his small version and he's taking up one pixel on the trailer or maybe he's like hidden somewhere. In that's the, definitely it. <laughs> in the poster, that that would be hilarious. That's hilarious. Like, I mean, maybe maybe it, it is conceivable uh, that his appearance is like a major spoiler. Like, maybe he shows up at like a really critical time, and if they showed it in the trailer, it'd spoil the whole thing. I don't know. There's a lot of people to fit into the movie. You know, he might only have one scene. 
I genuinely think that he kind of stole the show in the big fight scene in Civil War when he like became huge and he had a lot of laughs and he went inside Iron Man's suit of armor. And I would love, I'd love that to happen again. Oh yeah. Okay. I want to tell you right now my dream event for Avengers Infinity War. What I want to happen is I want Thanos to put the final gemstone on his gauntlet to become invincible. And I want him to try to put it on, but Ant-Man is on the groove pushing it back up as a tiny person. And that's like, that's just going to be one of the gags. So if that happens, I want... Uh, I, such a yeah. short-lived uh, strategy. <laughs> that, will be, that will be his one feature in yeah. the whole two movies. But if that happens... I reckon I'll, you've pegged it. I want my credibility. I reckon you've pegged it. I reckon that's it. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, if I'm in the cinema and I see that happen, like in honor of you, I will like make a noise that other people will be able to hear in amusement. I like that. Also, can I, can I just say that my, um, I, I think my uh, predictions for Ant-Man um, uh, with regards to Infinity War, I, I think to, to, uh, to appease the huge ant-man following thank you but also at the same time to appease the huge following of people who don't like ant-man i think they're just going to say like not have ant-man in the in this film at all but then afterwards say but he was in every shot oh that's good that would be very uh worthy of ant-man seeing as he's kind of like a comical character that that it's kind of meta that everyone in the universe knows how kind of absurd he is yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach, Zach, any more, any more predictions? Oh, let, let's get them on the record right now, just just before it comes out, and we can revisit these later. Well, I, you just you just made me think of something. I was at the cinema, like I said, like two days ago to see a quiet place, and as I was walking out, I saw a poster for Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh yeah. And uh, at first, I thought at first I thought it was just a big like white page, like I thought like somebody misprinted it, they hadn't put anything on it, and I was like, the fuck. <laughs> So I got closer and it was like an extremely tiny Ant-Man and the Wasp right in the dead center of this huge white poster. And I was like, funny, That's beautiful. funny. Beautiful. Yeah, it was good. It was good. He and Deadpool, their marketing and posters are quite good. I mean, Deadpools are obviously a lot more out there, but yeah, it's, it's always good when they do things like that. Mm. Nick, any predictions for Infinity War while we're on the topic? I'm not a huge Marvel guy, um, but I will say there will definitely be a part two. Oh, good. Good on you. And maybe even dinosaurs too. Would that get you through the doors? <laughs> I mean, look, the dinosaur wasn't enough to sell Ready Player One to me, but that's a discussion for another time. Next week, Nick. What, what, what do you mean? Maybe there'll be dinosaurs in it. It's got fucking, uh, it's got Iron what? Man. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, God. I was going to say something, but Zach's joke has completely thrown me off, and now I can't think of what I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) That happens a lot to me, actually. You're going to disrupt this podcast. People tell me it's because they're so funny, but um, (laughs) somehow I don't think they're being truthful. Hey Charlie, did we did we cover your uh, your first great movie experience as a child? Was that something? Did you? No, I don't think so. Yeah, you skipped out on that conversation, dude. You know, I haven't I haven't actually had a chance to go on record and say my favorite movies and stuff. Um, uh, my first great, you know, my, a lot of my first great movie experiences as a child were getting scared shitless by movies that I shouldn't have watched at my age, and my particular one was Species. I watched Species when I was seven and I, I, I just my walked God. downstairs into the living room and a bunch of my older cousins were watching it. And I mean, they were they were 13 or so. And, and I was like, hey, can I watch this movie? And they were just like, sure. And I, just, and I just, just came in just at the, 
most horrific scene that the like the, the final climactic sequence and it i you know i just had a nightmare f- for years it was horrible <laughs> and that was your favorite experience of, as, a, as a child <laughs> it, it's, it's definitely the one it's definitely the one that has embedded itself into my brain <laughs> right the, um the most but um that, I, that's I, heavy dude yeah yeah you had like an intergalactic sexual awakening at the age of seven. Oh, i know i was like oh my god she's naked oh my god like stuff's coming out of her body oh my god oh, he's man. dead and then it just well, all it all just that, degenerated from there that is a very uh, susceptible age for stuff like that because I mean that I saw The Lost World before I saw Jurassic Park and my stepdad took me to see The Lost World at the cinema without my mum knowing and that that just spawned like a lifelong love of Jurassic Park it's funny though in the same year um, uh, <laughs> my stepdad also took me to see uh, Starship Troopers this time with my mum We the three of us went to the cinema to watch it because they thought that it was going to be like a fun Star Wars like adventure type movie and then <laughs> about half an hour into it it just turned into this just like sex fest blood and gore and <laughs> violence and it was and uh, I've oh. loved Starship Troopers ever since so clearly that is uh, absolutely one of my know, tops as well seven-year-olds yeah very susceptible one of to my films one of my faves Hearing that story makes me feel like a late bloomer for watching Starship Troopers when I was 15. But um, <laughs> I did. I came to the party really late and loved it so much. It's never too late. Which And, and they're also remaking that movie, which I'm sure we'll have to um, all go above and beyond and watch it uh, just so no one else has to and come back here and argue about how terrible it was. Because I can only assume it will never live up to Starship Troopers. Uh, I'll, I'll come with you on, on one condition, that when we're standing in the uh, cinema lobby, like waiting to go in, as soon as I open the doors, you got, you've got to look back at us and then go, come on, you apes, you want to live forever? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'll, all right, I'll, I'll go with that. I can do that. Also, I, I, I was going to mention this before, uh, but... Uh, it's funny that you're talking about you know uh, movies that you watched that scared you particularly as a, as a kid and also Jurassic Park because I have a there was a 10 year gap between when I first saw a bit of Jurassic Park and when I saw Jurassic Park oh wow um, yeah yeah well approximately maybe it was like eight and a half or something but mm. yeah so uh, what happened was um, yeah my family was watching Jurassic Park like downstairs in the TV room but it was way past my bedtime so I had crept really slightly down halfway down the staircase and so I was sitting on the stairs watching the watching Jurassic Park through the crack at the TV oh, and it was it was just it was just, yeah it was just the start and it was the bit where there's like there's something in the cage you don't really know what it is but it's making a lot of noise and then like a dude falls down and he gets like ripped into the cage yeah no. you know like yeah. the opening scene Absolutely. yeah yeah I'm familiar with it yeah yeah my, my family didn't know I was there, but as soon as that happened, I was like, ah! And I ran <laughs> up the stairs and like ran, ran back to my bed. And then, yeah, I didn't, I didn't actually watch Jurassic Park for like many years. Oh, no. But just, I, was so, I, was, I was like, every time somebody mentioned it, I'd be like, oh, you mean that horror film? Well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for listening to The After Credibles, your least credible movie podcast. Thank you to our presenters for today, Zach and Nick. Thank you. Thanks, Jelly. We hope you liked the show. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, Stitcher or SoundCloud or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. Also, while you're there, please rate us. Next week, the After Credibles are having a roundtable discussion review of Ready Player One as well as other topics, so be sure to tune in to next week's episode of the After Credibles. 